0: Welcome to Chef's Table. I'm Jim Coleman. I've always thought the calendar year should begin in September, not January. The school year begins then, and for any sports fan, there's nothing like the fall. The World Series gears up, and football frenzy begins. Today, we'll celebrate the beginning of this new year. Get your kids on the nutrition track and discover some great family recipes to cook together.
1: Yeah, this is my life. (laughs) Instead of girlfriend, I have cooking.
0: (laughs) Later, a 20-something looks back at being out of college and an insider's look at the man who's known as the emperor of wine. But first, after college and culinary school, I was pretty much done with classrooms. But here's an area of study that sounds interesting enough to get me back to class. Ethnomusicology. I spoke with Sean Williams, author of the Ethnomusicologist's cookbook, Complete Meals from Around the World.
1: What we do is we study music in cultural context, any music, any place, any time period. And uh, the ethno of ethnomusicology doesn't actually mean ethnic. Um, it's, it's just a reference to the context. And um, most of us have some kind of fieldwork experience, which means we go live somewhere for a couple of years and learn about the music by participant observation. And we do everything else while we're there, too, studying religion and um, the language, politics, gender issues, and food and cooking. Well,
0: what do you call the study of the two together? Is there a, a name between the food and the music?
1: Yes, we have made up a word. It's gastromusicology.
0: <laughs> I like that name.
1: <laughs> I do too. It really suits our purpose. You know, it's the, just think of it as the study of the links between food and music anywhere in the world. One of the things about um, about food and music at kind of the most basic level, there are lots of songs that that just deal with food everywhere in the world. And in, in North America, you've got Appalachian songs like Pig in a Pen or Cluck Old Hen. And just that first line, I got a pig home in a pen, corn feed him on. All, all I need is a pretty little girl to feed him when I'm gone. And that's that's about food, right? That's um, right. We're, when we're talking about a pig that's that's your meal for the winter cluck old hen is my old hands good old hen she lays eggs for the railroad men sometimes one sometimes two sometimes enough for the whole dang crew and um again food 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 and um ireland i've done field work in ireland plenty of songs about potatoes we've got um in ireland oh the praise they grow small over here it's from the famine um, eighteen forty five to eighteen fifty and and then you've got um, a lot of people's favorite, cockles and mussels alive, alive, oh. Um, people are always singing about food. Now, in Indonesia, where I lived, there's a, a certain um, poetic form called a wabang salan, and um, you'll get a four-line piece. Uh, the first couple of lines are, will say, there's a small bat searching for papaya, and then the second two lines say, um, my heart is upset and searching for love. And so food then becomes this metaphor for love um or there's there's this other song um it's about a a treat that's made in Bandung in the city I lived in called Rumbui, and Rumbui is made with palm sugar. and so this song um it's it's actually very often sung at the end of a long night and and so you hear this "A Rammbambamba bandu." Narand din That's the first two lines. Hari 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 bandu hari